Hi, welcome to the Tita Project, a podcast with Din and Tita K, where we talk about the curiosities and concerns of the titas of today. This is where we figure things out one chica at a time. Let's more than just survive, let's thrive. Don't forget to share us with your friends. Hello everyone, I'm Tin. And I'm Tita K. Anana, how are you feeling, titas? Let's talk feelings. Nothing more than feelings. Whether you are feeling good, feeling so-so, or feel like tearing your hair out, <laughs> or tearing somebody else's hair out, <laughs> know that all feelings are valid. At this point in our lives, it is especially challenging because we live in unprecedented times. And what has been happening is affecting everyone worldwide. Doesn't it feel like the world is going through collective confusion and grief? So, hindi ka special. Kami rin. We are all going through this in some way, shape, or form. That is why we decided to invite a mental health advocate to help us make sense of what we've been feeling. Hopefully, this leads to awareness about mental health issues and, if necessary, getting the professional help we need to get us through. So, go! Let's go, MFO! Game, let's start! We have with us today, Zara Hernaez a mental health advocate and self-love coach. She is a U.S.-certified mental health first aider by the National Council for Behavioral Health based in Washington, D.C. In 2018, she was recognized by the World Health Organization as a mental health ambassador thanks to her efforts in creating a communication campaign video on mental health and suicide prevention. She is also an artist, a mom, and a certified 100% tita. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Zara. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Carrots and Tin. I'm so excited to talk about mental health today and mental wellness, actually. How we can be healthy and well, especially during this pandemic. I know, right? We, we are also so excited to talk to you. We want to normalize the discussion of mental health like you know like like it's like you're talking about your bp or your diet right yeah exactly because that's exactly how it is no mental health especially if it's a disorder it's really a diagnosable condition it's a diagnosable illness so just like your bp and just like your diabetes no it is something that can be diagnosed by a doctor and of course treated by doctors awesome so can you tell us something about being a mental health first aider ano yon what led you to get certified for such a role ayan so a mental health first aider is someone who does initial intervention towards those who go through mental health concerns like stress anxiety, depression, burnout, and the entire myriad of mental health concerns that human beings, no, people go through. So, of course, I did not plan to do what I do now, which is basically doing mental wellness learning sessions and coaching. Just like everything in life, it wasn't really planned. But primarily, it was to understand what I was going through. So I have a neurological condition. It's it, it's epilepsy, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are familiar with it. And its consequences, it really brought in um, debilitating depression. No? And I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't basically used to it because I wasn't who I used to be. 
both mentally and physically when I went through a level of depression because of my illness. And it alarmed me. Kasi hindi naman ako ganyan. No? Mm-hmm. I, hindi ako ganyan at all. And I'm, I'm super um, healthy. So I asked for help from doctors, of course, after suffering for more than a year because just like everyone else, I thought that it was nothing. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. Wala yang. I just have to be strong. So when I got better, I was so upset that I didn't have a lot of resources here in the country about it that I had to seek. You know, I sought to, to educate myself. But so basically, it was really, it stemmed from my own experience. I wanted to make sure that people know about it so that they will not be taken by surprise the way I did. Because Generally, it was the worst thing that's actually ever happened to me, more than other experiences, because it affected me both mentally and physically. So, mahirap siya talaga. Oh, so that sent you on your way to learning more for yourself, and then eventually helping others out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so up until recently, mental health seemed like a taboo topic, di ba? Noong panahon namin, wala naman mental health na yan, di ba? Or hindi, magdasal ka lang. What do you think prompted the shift towards open discussion? Girl, it's still a taboo topic. Ay, tabu ba? Bawal ba? O sige, thank you for joining us today. Babu, tabu. And we, and we get a lot of pushback on a daily basis talaga. So every day, I still encounter people who are actually not comfortable talking about it or don't want to talk about it, especially in organizations and workplaces. No? So it's kind of sad. But generally, what, what prompted the, the topic being opened um, especially the past year, it's because of the pandemic. No, People are experiencing it themselves. Mm-hmm. So those who did not even believe in it um, as an actual condition are going through it. So 2020 was challenging with multiple stressors and changes, and it affected everyone. So finally, they totally get what other people are talking about and starting the the conversation because it was something that they also wanted to understand. A second reason why why it's so something that we're talking about now, that we're so lucky to be at a certain period of humanity where there are a lot of studies going on. Now we have the technology to see how the brain works, that our feelings and even our thoughts can affect it can affect our brain physiologically no so it's not just about feelings and emotions na parang oh sad ako etc etc it can actually change your brain physiologically so we are so lucky to be at uh, that period we're in we have the technology to do it no sa panahon nila wala naman yung technology na yan so hindi talaga nakikita how bad these things are for us physically no that's amazing you're you're right uh, with the technological ad- advancements and all of the learnings. Para we're able to study human behavior and physiological behavior, how feelings affect our brain, our stress levels, our personal life, diba? And it's like ayan na, ayan, ladies and gentlemen, ayan po ang mental health. Mm-mm. So it lights up in your brain when you're sad, when you're depressed. Know which areas it affects. Does it affect how you talk, how you speak, how you walk, how you run? So it really does, it's, it's fascinating, to be honest. It's so fascinating. 
Tara, I recently read that, you know, suicide deaths in the Philippines uh, went up 26% in 2020. So is it validated that mental health issues have risen with the pandemic? They say it's the other pandemic now. Mental health is the other pandemic that's happening right now. Oh, correct, Ajan Pin. Basically, the WHO has already predicted that this might actually be the next pandemic. No? So if we don't take care of ourselves, then that will cause a huge problem after this pandemic, when things seem to be better now, when things will get better. Sorry, correction. So, of course, there's a huge rise. No? Everyone has been affected with a, with a higher level of anxiety during the pandemic because of the stressor. So, if you're stressed, of course, nagkaka-chronic stress kasi araw-araw tayo na si stress at marami mga changes. So during this up unprecedented times, it brings a lot of changes. And since we are human, these changes, it poses as a threat to our nervous system, to our system until we start coping. So tumataas talaga ang anxiety, tumataas ang stress, ergo it contributes to a lot of mental health issues. And, and the number of cases of depression has really tripled in 2020. In fact, the National Center for Mental Health hotline, it fields at least 400 calls a day. And and my advocacy actually um, contributes to the NCMH. No? And uh, just today, yun nga, as you mentioned, 25.7% uh, increase in terms of suicide. And it, it's very reflective based on the number of calls I get in a month, um, whether it be suicide attempts or suicides and having to assist families who have gone through a uh, family member who went through suicide. So, tumataas siya talaga. What is the importance of asking, kumusta ka na? Or how are you? Oh, wow. Checking on friends and family is the beginning of really allowing people to express how they feel and what they are going through. So asking kumusta ka na is so valuable right now. But more than that, it's really, number one, consistency. No, Make it a normal practice to really check on friends and family even if nothing is happening. Why is it um, important? No? Why is the consistency important? Because it brings in sincerity. Yan ang gusto natin, consistency and sincerity. Because once a person goes through a mental health concern or going through anxiety or going through even depression, if the sincerity is not there, no, kasi paminsan-minsan ka lang nagtatanong, they might actually close up and not talk to you kasi they might wonder why are they asking, are they there to really, um, because they're concerned or are they asking because they're chismosa. Diba? So, Basically, consistency, make it, make it a normal practice to check your fam on your family members and your friends. Secondly, sincerity. No? Oh my goodness. Can I? Okay, I have goosebumps because off the air, I was talking to Tin and we were talking about um, the, the importance of kumusta ka na, and I was telling her, MFO, actually, naiirita ako pag tinatanong ako, Tita K, how are you? Uh, you sure you want to know? Are you sure you want to know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if it's somebody who asks you na, Oi, Tita K, how are you? Diba? If somebody who asks you, but constantly asks you naman, it's okay, you will actually answer, I'm okay, blah, 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 this is what I'm going through, etc., etc. 
And yeah. it's a normal conversation. Pero kung yung mga biglaan na lang, huy, kumusta ka na? It, it sends kind of alarm signals. Oh, and it's yeah. like, and you're, ano naman, parang you, you want to answer the question, like, honestly and uh, with all sincerity as well. But then you're like, wait, are you sure you want to know? So most of the time, you have, or everybody has, these canned answers, right? Oh, I'm okay. Ito, ganyan, Very, very shallow. But I guess it's important to have a safe space or safe people that you can talk to and really, really share kumusta ka na or how you really are, diba? But that's a good point. Don't, and I teach this in a lot of companies when they talk about empathetic communication. Do not ask if you are not ready for the answer. If you're not ready to hold the space for them. Ah. So what's a good greeting these days? <laughs> Let's not say how are you. Because <laughs> what if we're not ready to ano, to receive the answer? So let's say hi na lang, ganun. Hi, period. No, if, if you're not ready to ask, simple. If you ask, how are you? Kumusta ka na? If you're not ready to hear the answer, don't ask. Oh, I know what's better. You can say, hi, I hope you're well, period. <laughs> oh, you know what I do to my friends? I tell them, girl, proof of life. Proof of life, done, diba? Parang, that's it. And they just send me a picture, I'm okay. Okay. That's good. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, when I'm judgmenting the thing. So this is a question from one of our listeners. What advice can you give those who are feeling anxious from the effects of lockdown? Yeah, self-help is something that I really advocate because everyone is going through this level of anxiety. So we really have to help ourselves. So if you're going through a level of anxiety, learn techniques to calm you down and pull you away from the thoughts and the feelings that make you experience these emotional storms or this anxiety. So there are self-help um, techniques out there. No? So breathing techniques, that's very common. Um, I teach a lot of people how to do the 478 breathing technique no? and diaphragmatic breathing, grounding techniques, making sure that we do activities that involve the senses so that pag nauuna na ang ating pag-iisip, no? if we start thinking about things at nanganak na siya into some sort of monster in our head, we should learn to pull it back in. No? And that's what grounding means, no? bringing it back to earth. So we have grounding techniques no, that involve all the senses. And of course, I also do encourage people to journal. Kasi nga, social distancing, tayo-tayo na lang. No? So kausapin natin ang sarili natin sa papel. Because it, allows, it basically allows us to see what we're going through and assess it from a different perspective. And that's from a third-party perspective, also known as you. The person otherwise known as you. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's wonderful. And journaling may not necessarily mean, dear diary, Correct. this is what I ate Correct. today. You can, um, <laughs> you can journal on, on Instagram. I mean, if that's your thing, you can, um, you can journal, uh, you can do cutouts, you can do art. That is a form of journaling, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there are many ways to do that. Correct. Lastly, I forgot, ask for help. Ask for help from your physician, psychologist, psychiatrist, certified peer specialist. They don't bite. They're doctors. They're there to help you. No? Are people afraid to ask for help? What is the normal um, like conversation about 
uh, around asking for help or para ay nahihiya ako or ah oh, busy kasi ako or I mean how does it go? Ay gosh, girl, yes. I get a lot of calls in a week because they're scared to actually go to a psychiatrist to or a psychologist. So they call me first and then they proceed to go to a psychologist or to a psychiatrist after they talk to me. Why is that? Because para kang trial run. Mm. And basically, when I do talk to them, um, I do tell them this is exactly how the conversation is when you go to a psychologist or to a psychiatrist. So, you know what? They don't bite. So, they're really scared because of the stigma. Again, if you're going to go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, of course, we have a lot of names that and labels that Pinoy's use. Mm-hmm. Um, towards people who go to doctors, neurological doctors like um, psychiatrists, no? and and they're they're afraid to be labeled. The stigma is really, really, really strong. Yeah, I remember back then the stigma was the basement ng Makati. Uh-uh. Taga Mandaluyong siya. Oo, yung parang parang there's something shameful, di ba? When you think about it, yeah. it isn't kasi it's something that everyone goes through. Naman. You get anxious, you get depressed, and then suddenly labeled ka na if uh, you get help from a doctor. If you're listening to this this uh, podcast, if you feel like you need help, um, yeah, don't be afraid to ask for help. Think about the doctor as like your tita. <laughs> Ganun na lang, di ba? Parang make it unscary for you so that you can get uh, the proper help that you need. Yeah, doctors basically, especially psychiatrists, they're there for you. Um, what's scary lang about it, because now we're talking about a mental health issue, so hindi siya nakikita physically. So, mas madali kasi for us to accept something when we see it. If it's something that is unseen and unknown, then we have a level of fear. No? A high level of fear, fear because it's unseen. But if it's something that you generally see, like, um, okay, I just burned my entire hand, so I will go directly to the doctor without any question. Oh, oh. Eh, paano pag nasusunog na yung damdamin mo? Diba? Kailangan doctor din. <laughs> Correct. Don't be afraid to ask for help. So, okay, another question. How does one deal with the blurring boundaries between work and home? Diba? Para everything is like all meshed together already. The top one. Ting, ting, ting. That's the top one issue right now in the workplace. And I do a lot of talks in the workplace. And I always tell them, know your limits. Know your limits and learn to say no. But it's not that easy. Kasi nagtatrabaho ka naman, di ba? Hindi ka naman pwede tanggihan ng aking boss. So generally, you it may be difficult to change company policies, but you can make a change within your sphere of influence. Unahin muna ang department or your group in the office. No, You can have your own internal policy na no calls after 7 o'clock, no emails after 10 o'clock, etc., etc. Because you can start it within your own group that you want to make sure that, you know, these people around you that you're working with closely, you're all mentally healthy. For organizations, I really do tell them that this pandemic is a marathon and it's not a sprint. 
So it's so important that mm -hmm. you remember that the resilience of your organization is dependent on the resilience of your individual employees. So you want to make sure that when this marathon ends, everyone is there. No, walang nalagas. No man left behind. Yes. Oh nga, no marathon to. <laughs> Kumusta naman? Anong lap na ba to? Grabe. <laughs> One year later. How about those who lost their source of income? Mas parang mas ano yun, mas nakaka-anxious and depressed. Kasi diba, that's very stressful for those who are just trying to survive. Oh yeah. It's one of the most ch biggest challenges for this pandemic. In fact, everyone, a lot of people went through not just a loss of income um, in terms of loss of jobs. So I, I do a lot of displace, displacement counseling. So these are people who lost their jobs because of redundancies and retrenchments. So it's such a huge challenge. So I always do tell them, focus on the now. Kasi hindi naman pwede magbigay ako ng ano, di ba? Parang, okay, this is the pangkabuhayan package. Or um, sasabihin ko, oh, ito, um, ito ang applyan mo ng trabaho. So I really do tell them, focus on the now. now as long as we are healthy and we are alive, there is hope to make up for what we have lost financially. Kaya ang importante that we are physically and mentally okay up until the very end of this pandemic. So last year, um, I always remember that last year during the quarantine, we learned that we can actually survive with so little. And I want them to always remember this. No? Every time you feel a level of despair kasi nawalan ka ng income, etc., look around you and find things you can be grateful for. No? And things that you are actually grateful for. And more often than not, these are not material things. These are not things that you can buy with money. Tama. And when you focus on gratitude, diba sabi nila, that's what is magnified and that's what you get more of because that's where your focus is. So sometimes gratitude can be the only thing that can get anyone through. Yeah. And, and basically, thoughts of love, thoughts of love, thoughts of gratitude, those kinds of thoughts, it actually boosts the oxytocin in our brain. No? So it's a biochemical that's, um, that's a contributor or contributes to love, feelings of love and affection. So, sa panahon ng social dis distancing, napaka-importante to be grateful para we'll constantly feel love and affection. Kahit walang tao, kahit ikaw lang, kahit six feet away. Ganun. Ah, oxytocin, yun pala yung gusto natin. Hindi, ano yung isa? Serotonin? Ano yun? <laughs> Ayaw natin yun, di ba? That's the stress, ano, the stress drug. The stress hormone, si cortisol. Yun yung nakaka-wrinkles. Yeah, so if you talk about serotonin and um, dopamine, basically those are the ones that contribute to motivation naman and happiness. So oxytocin is for love and affection. So si oxytocin, na-activate natin yun by, ano, by, by gratitude, the attitude of gratitude. The attitude of gratitude and thoughts of love. Ay, gusto ko yan. Susulat ko yan. Yeah, because if you think about it, ganito, even if it's if it's just in your thoughts, no, because generally your feelings and the things that you think about affect you physiologically. So your body has a very poor it does a very poor job of distinguishing what is real or not. So these bad negative thoughts that you start thinking about, no, yung mga problema natin sa buhay na pinag-iisip natin, eventually it will alter 
you physiologically. It will affect you physiologically. Pareho lang rin if we think about thoughts of love, no? And um, affection, no? If our, our gratitude. So, if you look at the picture of, for example, love letter or picture of your loved one, no? Na a long time ago. And when you look at it, you're like, oh, how sweet. And then you feel killing. Basically, hindi mo naman alam if it happened at that very moment. But reading it gave you a physiological effect. Mm-hmm. So that's a very clear example that your body can't distinguish if it's basically right here, right now, real or not. So you can self-induce the kilig. Yeah, you just self-induce the kilig. You don't need real kilig. You can kilig yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch K-drama. Because yeah. there, there is real kilig. Oxytocin yes. galore. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's why it's addictive. Ah, so that's the ano, ah, the scientific basis. Mm-mm. Also, like earlier, we were talking, Um, you, you mentioned that your thoughts can uh, turn into this monster already. And then um, for you to reel it in, uh, you can... Yeah, like you can journal, you can produce the ball, like those memories, attitude of gratitude yeah. and all of those things. So in a way, um, those feelings that you go through, it's normal. You're not alone in having these anxieties. But at the end of it all, um, you have to know that you're in control. Kahit because generally, if we do act on these feelings, no? and this is just real talk, a lot of people kasi say, oh, you know, uh, feel your feelings. It's okay to feel your feelings, but you really have to decide if you want to be destructive about how you respond to these feelings or if you want to be productive about this. Okay, let's talk about cabin fever. Cabin fever is real. Is is cabin fever a cause for concern? Because parang ang daming gusto mag-ano, mag-escape. Uh-uh. Because we were never meant to be caged in naman talaga, no? Human beings are social animals. That's why it pains me when I see the kids nowadays. You know, we all have kids, right? And we see our kids na, oh no, sa panahon namin, I was playing out in the street while my child is just home for a year or two years even. So it's so painful for me to see kids and and teens being stuck at home but there we can learn a lot from the kids as what is important is not where you are for these kids it's all about connection and they have learned to connect virtually easily and they have connected with people and and their friends so easily they adapted so easily so what i really learned from even from my own kid no and from other kids is that it's about connection. It's not about where you are. It's connection, not location. So your cabin fever can actually be alleviated if you constantly connect clear and sincere connections with others. But of course, we can safely do outdoor activities naman and just make sure that you stay within your circle. Meaning, hindi yung mga friends, friends, ha? Same household. Okay, how about those reeling from loss and grief? Kasi mas serious yung kanilang pinagdadaanan. Actually, we are going through a very heavy level of collective grief. We are all going through it. Because grief is really a loss of something or someone. No, It's not just losing a person. It's really a loss of something or someone. 
Example, pag titingin tayo sa ating mga lipstick, bigla tayong nag-grade. Gosh, hindi ko na masusuot ang mga lipstick ko, girl, because, you know, I have a mask on. And then you feel that level of sadness. That is grief. Because you lost something. It includes going out. So, what if we talk about someone who lost a person because of COVID, lost um, a loved one, no? it's okay to mourn and do rituals at home or you can create your own rituals. A lot of the rituals of mourning was taken away from us, especially those who are victims of COVID. So mourning is so important because mourning is the physical aspects of grief. So you can do these rituals at home. You can basically just do things that can help you um, mourn. So if you want to wear, still wear your mourning clothes, wear your mourning clothes. If you want to make sure that um, you light these candles or you, you have these flowers, do it. Because mourning can help you with the grieving process. Talk to people about the person that you have lost as well. This is so important. That's why having wakes when somebody passes away is so important. No? This celebrates their life and it keeps their memory alive. No? So these memories that we talk about, that's the person's legacy. We want that memory always there because that is their legacy and that is what they can share to the world. It's not money. It's not material things. No? So, But grief is a very complicated emotion and there is no timeline. Again, there is no timeline. Don't think that, you know, 40 days, 100 days, one year of death, two years of death, wala. There is no timeline when it comes to grief. It will always be there and we can just move forward with it. We can't really move on from it. So find people who can help you through your grieving process as well. So we have a lot of grief counselors out there. Um, I also do grief counseling. Kathy Babao does grief counseling. So there are people who are very skilled in making sure that um, they can handhold you in the process of grieving. So okay, again, okay lang po kumingi ng tulong. No? Mm-hmm. And there's no way, um, and don't let anyone tell you how to grieve. That is your own process also. That's your own journey. Exactly. Exactly. Again, it's, it's a complicated emotion. So how do we recognize when somebody needs help? What, what should we look out for? It's very difficult now because of the, because of the pandemic. No? But generally, um, if there are changes in normal behavior or you have friends or, or family members who are keeping to themselves, that's, that's a sign. Or there's a general lack of motivation. No, to do the things that they used to enjoy or the words that they use even. So if you notice people who post things na, uh, I think I want to die, I give up already, uh, I'm useless. No? So those those words, those are actually keywords or key phrases that you can actually pick up on if you listen and you, if you actually listen with your heart. That's what I tell people. Listen with your heart and look through through these things that people post. You know? That's why constantly checking on people is so important. Because we want to make sure that we catch it right away. You know? We are able to really see it right away when they're going through it. 
proof of life. And don't assume that they're okay because they posted a selfie. Oo, mali mo, luma na yun, di ba? <laughs> no, but you'll be surprised. I do counsel a lot of people going through depression or have um, suicidal tendencies. They do it on purpose so that people will think that they're okay. Madali lang mag-smile ha for two seconds and then post. That's good to know. So really, authentic um, and sincere connections are what we need. And you don't have to sincerely and authentically connect to every single person on your Instagram, right? I mean, go for your immediate circle muna, di ba? Make sure that you yes, look again. out for everyone in your circle. Yeah. Start with your sphere of influence. Again, start with your sphere of influence. And if we all do that, if we did that, if we all did that, then everyone has someone who can look after them. So I guess what we also have to start with ourselves. How can we take care of our own mental health and then our loved ones? Um, and is it possible to fully recover from mental health issues? <laughs> That's a good question. So we want to stay within normal coping no? by really being conscious about how we manage stressors. No? We make sure that we find wellness activities and self-care activities that work for us. Again, this is not a one-size-fits-all. Something that works for you. So if you, carrots like yoga, I cannot do yoga. Masistress ako lalo. No? So, find a wellness activity or a self-care activity that works for you. Um, do the self-help, the self-help techniques that I basically mentioned earlier. No? So, your breathing techniques, your um, grounding techniques, and journaling even. So, this can really help you take care of your own mental health. Kasi, unang-una, we cannot help other people if we don't take care of ourselves, no? So, you first, mm-hmm. and then take care of other people. It's tricky when you say, can someone fully recover from a mental health issue? <clears throat> As I mentioned when we first started, mental health disorders are just like any diagnosable illness. So a change in lifestyle to maintain being mentally healthy is really needed. So let's look at it in this perspective, no? just in a more simplistic way. So mental health disorders generally are caused by genetic predisposition, neurobiochemistry change, so the chemicals in our brain. No? Lastly, it's really environmental stressors. So it can be one of this or all three of this. A clear example would be diabetes. Diabetes is basically caused by mm-hmm. your family might have diabetes, no? So you have a genetic predisposition. Secondly, yeah, your neurobiochemistry change. Too much sugar or too little sugar, right? Last, environmental stressors. So, kung napuno ang bahay mo ng Krispy Kreme, syempre magkakadyabetes ka. Pero kung hindi ka magkakadyabetes ka at hindi mo i-expose ang sarili mo sa mga ganyang bagay, hindi ka magkakadyabetes. Ganun lang naman kasimple yon. So, if you're asking me if we can fully recover from a mental health disorder, it will take a lot of work and maintaining it will be a change in lifestyle. As with anything, like any health aspect, like physical health, change in lifestyle. Mm-mm. 
So, meron naman talagang iba na permanent na ang kanilang diabetes at may insulin na sila forever. Merong iba na naaayos na naman from a lifestyle change. Let's talk about um, anxiety for like just a little bit. It's so broad, right? And anxiety can look like different things to different people. In your counseling, what are the most common what, manifestations of anxiety? Like sleeplessness, irritability? Yeah, so irritability is one of the things that's not seen as a, as a symptom of uh, anxiety all the time. Because other people, basically, when you're irritated, people just get annoyed at you. No? So generally, anxiety, the most common manifestation for people would be not being able to sleep. Um, having heart palpitations, having a strong uh, level of fear and paranoia. So th- those are the things that really alarm them now. Now, bakit ako hin- indecisiveness, fogginess um, in terms of their brain processes. So that's the most common. Uh, the irritability comes out because of these things. Now, when you're foggy, you're irritable. Um, and, of course, not a lot of people basically understand it when you start being irritate, irritate, irritated. Tama ba? Oo. Oo. Parang ayan na naman si, ano, si Tita K, masungit na naman. Oo, cranky kong siya. Huwag mong isipin yan. No? But basically, yung pagiging cranky kong niya is basically a, ano, it's, it's a manifestation of their being anxious. They just want to make sure that everything is in control. What's your term? Cranky Kong? Like King Kong? Like Donkey Kong. <laughs> so 90s. I'm sorry. It's so 90s, di ba? At least, love ko yung game na yun. Donkey Kong, ako King Kong, iniisip ko. <laughs> tita, tita. So, wow. Thank you, Zara. This was like super enlightening and parang naiyak ako at one point pero hindi ko naaaminin yun. So, in behalf of the Tita Project podcast, and all the titas of the world, thank you, Zara. Very valuable talaga today's lessons. So can you tell, can you share with our listeners how they can reach you if they need you? Oh, okay. So they can get in touch with me at The Wellness PH. So that's The Wellness PH on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. So basically, it's really a safe space to discuss mental health and um, self-love even. And generally, it, we help people or under, uh, underprivileged individuals who are going through mental health concerns. No? Kasi mahal magkasakit. So, mahalin ang sarili. Yes! <laughs> tita. Lakas maka, tita. Super appreciate you spending time with us today. I'm sure the titas also feel the same way. Thank you, Zara! Thank you, Zara! You're welcome, Tim! You're welcome, Carrots! Anytime! How do you take care of your mental health? Shocks. Me, I fully acknowledge that I am not 100% okay. Like, if there's something that I want to do, I'll do it. Like, if I want to drink, I'll drink. Bakit ba? If I want to eat this whole cake without sharing, I will. Che! <laughs> I, I like to subject myself to a healthy amount of regret. And then, forgiveness na lang after. Self-forgiveness. And then I move on to the next indulgent activity. Kunyari, k-drama. Ganon. What about you, MFO? Ako, ano ba lately? I love doing mga beautification projects. But not, not, not naman drastic, like a renovation. Kasi we don't want people inside. 
Pero I want, you know, every corner to spark joy. So usually I move the plants around or, you know, add a pretty table side lamp. Not major projects, you know, little happy projects that are also uh, not so expensive. Ah, you know what? This reminds me of Happy Light. I know you have their lamp, diba? Yes, yes, I have it. They believe something as ordinary as a lamp can be a source of happiness and good vibes, as long as it's done well and with love. Yes, I feel the love. The couple behind Happy Light, Sirup and Pepper, they take old liquor bottles and turn them into actual lamps, and then they pair it with a printed shade using fabrics like Tois, to complete the look. So I'm super happy with my lamp. It adds character and it's a unique piece na can accent any space. And I love that it's repurposed and upcycled. So instead of, you know, throwing out that bottle, it becomes a lamp. Ay, oo. Baka pwede ako mag-donate ng mga bote-bote dyan. <laughs> so titas, if you want feel-good, happy lighting, we are happy to share a happy light lampshade with you. One of you lucky listeners will get a happy light lamp for your home. Just answer the question, what's giving you light during these dark times? Answer that on our Tita Project podcast Instagram. Wait for us to post it and share your answer. Sounds good? Sounds good. Titas, you better join. I love my lamp. <laughs> Super awesome. Thank you for hanging out with us. Let's do this again next time. Don't forget to follow the show on Spotify and iTunes. This has been the Tita Project with Din and Tita K. Let's chica soon. 